Hello, everybody. Welcome into the Tuscaloosa Sports Podcast. Today, obviously, the main topic is going to be the Alabama upset win over Baylor. But we have some fun things to talk about. We're going to talk about some Jaden Shackford, uh, Nate Oates' interview after the game. Uh, J.D. Davison was really clutch. A big weekend of recruiting. Uh, and the stereotype that Alabama will either lose in the first round or make the Final Four. But let's talk about it all right now. Uh, let's talk about the Baylor game. We led for the majority of the first half, but we never really got a sizable lead. However, it just seemed like we were the better team in this game. In the second half, we started firing on all cylinders, which was sparked by the defense. Speaking of the defense, it was spectacular. We had so many steals that led to fast-break opportunities. Javon Quinterly, who has been struggling lately, had a bounce-back game tonight. Speaking of Quinterly, uh, that game against Auburn, uh, I think this was like two or three weeks ago, we were coming back. Uh, it was a two or three point game under a minute, and he had an open three pointer in the corner. And the old Quinterly would have just shot that, no hesitation. But his he had a bad game that game, and I guess it got to his head mentally. And so he drove to the lane and he forced a turnover, and that was pretty much the end of the game for us. We lost to Auburn, not because of Quinterly himself. That was obviously not the only reason we lost to Auburn. They just outplayed us that night, but it was a reason we lost. And so it was really great for him to bounce back. When he's playing at the top of his game, we're obviously a very good team in college basketball. And so that's basically my short recap of the game. Now I want to talk about some players individually. J.D. Davison, he had some clutch plays towards the end of the game, bro. Like, he had a steal, which led to a layup. Uh, And then the next play, he had a wide-open dunk lane, which extended our lead. This was happening, like, under the five minutes left. Uh, I think it was like a six-point game. He has a steal, which led to a layup, and then a dunk. And then he had an open three-pointer, which pretty much sealed the game. And we, we're noticing a trend with JD. He's been making clutch plays uh, you know, late in the game all season. He had that dunk against Auburn he, uh, early in the year when we were playing lesser competition. He had great plays towards the end of the game. And so we can see a trend that JD Davidson, he has a little bit of clutchness in his, in his veins. So maybe going forward, if there's a late game situation, maybe we uh, trust him a little more. Oh, also the Houston game. We were down by a point with less than 30 seconds left. We miss our first shot, and J.D. Davison has a following dunk. Like, you know, on the rebound, he dunks it after it. And that, that ended up winning us the game. So, obviously, J.D. Davison just has some clutchness in his in his, in his his blood. Uh, the next player I want to talk about, Jaden Shackelford. Uh, he seems like the most consistent player on our team. He had multiple steals, and he won the Blue Collar Award, which is basically uh, an award given to whoever plays the hardest in Nate Oates' eyes. They have some kind of scoring system to it. I don't know that much, but if you get a lot of rebounds, you get a lot of assists, you get a lot of steals, you'll basically win the award. It's not all about points, which is basically Oates' philosophy. Uh, Speaking of Oates, he had an interview after the game. He basically said, it's all about effort. Uh, we play up to our competition, so we'll probably play well next Tuesday against Auburn. But we'll figure out if our energy actually changed when we play a lower caliber team. Uh, because, you know, basically what he's trying to say is, like, if we play a bad team, we'll know if our energy has changed because we'll actually, like, give them our full effort. But if we play a good team like Auburn this Tuesday, we're, we're probably going to play good anyway because they're a higher opponent and we want to play up to our competition, which has been our bad habit all year playing up to our competition, playing down to our lower competition. Uh, 
Next thing I want to talk about, <laughs> we scored 88 points on Baylor. Let me rephrase that. We scored 88 points on Baylor. Do you know how good of a defensive team Baylor has been? Like, for the last two years, they've probably been the best defensive team in college basketball. And that's not an understatement. We got the 88 points by dunks, layups, and speed. We looked like the quicker team last night. Against the reigning national champions, we looked like the faster, speedier team. They weren't able to hang with our pace. And that says a lot. That means we could make a run in March against a team that hasn't necessarily been used to our speed. Like the Big Ten, I'm not trying to hate on the Big Ten, but their speeds aren't what the SEC is. And so if we go up against a very talented Big Ten team, maybe we just run them out of the water in, in the tournament. So that's just an example. Uh, it was a big weekend in recruiting. Now that I speak of this, I don't really want to talk about uh, the recruiting. I want to just talk about the basketball game tonight. But uh, we had a lot of visits uh, from 2023 and 2024 prospects in recruiting this weekend. More on that in the next podcast, as I just said. Uh, the last thing I want to talk about, uh, not the last thing, the second to last thing, Baylor, in the second half, Alabama got off to a good run to start off the half. We got off to like a 15 or 16 point lead. And Baylor would always like get into that four or five point range where it seems like, oh, they're about to come back on them. And then credit to our guys, they just kept fighting. They just said, no, you're not coming back. It would always be like they would get it to four points, and then we'd hit them back. It'd be ten points again. They would get back to four points. We'd hit them back. And, and that was just pretty much the whole entire second half. So we're credit to our guys for never letting them come back. I think Baylor only had the lead for like two possessions in the whole game, which is insane. Uh, and... The last thing I want to talk about is the stereotype that Alabama will either lose in the first round or make the Final Four. What do you think of that? Well, what I think about it is I think it's a thousand percent true. We've seen this team play down to its competition. We've seen this team play up to its competition. But I think Alabama, you know, the players psychologically, they would know not to play down to their competition in a playoff setting. They know March Madness, they have experience in it. They know you have to play your best game. Like against Iona last year in the first round, our shots weren't hitting, but we were playing fantastic defense because of the implications in March Madness. So I'm losing my voice here. So I feel like this team could be like a 2019 Auburn and have a lot of ups and downs during the regular season, but just figure it out late in the season and go on a historic run of the tournament. I'm not saying it will happen, but I'm saying it has the potential to happen. And that'll wrap it up for today's podcast. Uh, for some reason, my last podcast didn't save, and I recorded a lot more, but now my voice has just killed me towards the late part of this podcast, so that'll wrap it up. If you have any questions for me to answer about Alabama sports, college football, or college basketball in general, then I'll answer it. Just DM me on my Instagram, which is Bama Capital. Uh, ask me a question. Please feel free to you know DM me whatever you would like. Well, anyway, thank you guys. Roll Tide.